start. Bop. Okay, we're live now. We're so, on the internet. Yeah. Feel free to speak freely and all that jazz. Uh, happy 420. Yeah. That's bad. That's really. I don't bad. know what um I don't know what 420 really entails for. Um, I don't I don't really know either to be 100 percent honest. Um, I'm pretty sure if you googled it, you could probably find some like obscure history reference. Oh uh, well, I lot. heard um like it actually stands for like um like the the police code or something. <laughs> for, like, That'd be funny if that marijuana. I that's what I heard at one point. No, that's pretty funny. That's true. Yeah. Um, I think I think my mom told me that though, and my mom has <laughs> been known to tell me some bullshit. So I'll need to check it out one of these days. But you know, to me, I don't really know the origin either. But it's just a little fun day where stoners can like go socialize with other stoners and stuff like that. You know, they go to parks and have big festivals and smoke a bunch of marijuana. Yeah, um, isn't it also supposed to be like Hitler's birthday or something? Yeah, you know, we don't. That's why we got to smoke the pain away, bro. <laughs> uh. That's what you got to do. Um, but you know I me, mean? I don't really go out to any of the festivals or anything like that. So I, you know, yeah, just a just an outcast. Uh. That one song, "I Walk a Lonely Road" by Coldplay or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Uh, oh, you, mean, <laughs> you mean by Green Day? Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, you know, um, it's just to say though, real quick, you know, uh, I did a report in college on the origins of marijuana law in this country that's on the books right now. And almost all of it is grounded in the 1930s and like 100% of the stuff grounded in the 1930s is just horrendously, horribly racist <laughs> against, uh, people yeah. from south of the border, well, uh, people you know, from everywhere. <laughs> people from everywhere people from everywhere but primarily you know there is to let people in on the get-go the reason marijuana became such a big deal because you know we do have tobacco in this country which you know instead of you know, the dimeth the thc content you get um you know nic it's just straight nicotine that's what it's the drug that's contained within tobacco um the reason marijuana became a thing was one because uh william randolph first he uh, owned a lot of newspapers, and he owned a lot of paper companies, and he really didn't like hemp being an alternative to paper. So he, when the um, prohibition uh, flopped right on his face, because it turns out you can't tell a bunch of people not to, in a country, <laughs> it's all about personal freedom, not to do something, uh, they're going to just do it in droves and make a whole underground market that evolves into this like horrendously violent thing that we still have with us in modern society. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's partially true but as we've seen over the past couple of years you can tell a lot of people they have to do something and the vast majority will actually do it yeah well I, and, and, and then when it's almost over doctors will come out and say there's no medical reason for you to have done any of that well, well we're talking about alcohol though we're talking about the withholding of consuming something that you've <clears throat> consumed for generations for absolutely no reason you know there yeah. have been generations of ours that have grown up under situations when there have been horrendous, like, just health conditions. Like, there are children that were still born during the Black Death of England. <laughs> they, you know, it's just... Sometimes you gotta make a, a little bit of sacrifice. <clears throat> but, yeah. you know, for COVID, I don't know. Maybe things are a little overblown. I'm not sure. You know, we could talk about it forever, but uh, at the end of the day, we're yeah, past it. there's no reason ah. to talk about it. 
Yeah, yeah back on to the point at hand, though. Uh, so after Prohibition flopped on its face, um, if these guys really, really, really had to justify their paychecks, these guys in the new agency, the new federal bureau that had been created to enforce Prohibition, which was, you know, at that time, I think it was, I can't remember the name of it now, which is super funny because I thought the name of it a hundred times before. But it was like the the DEA, it was the DEA, it was like the, it was a post, it's like the pre-DEA, it's basically what the DEA was before it was the DEA, it was called the DEA. I forgot what it was called. But, um, so Randolph first showed up, he gave them a bunch of donations, and they started a propaganda campaign about how uh, Mexican people fleeing violence in the Civil War. Uh, smoke marijuana and it turns men into serial rapists or in serial killers and thieves and how women's when they smoke it it turns them into lecherous women that are going to try and steal their husbands and they took those posters and they painted them over every single city in the united states of america so you know there you go and there you go <laughs> that's that's how the uh, marijuana enforcement got started in this country so yeah yeah um little history lesson sorry if that's like preachy or anything like that but like if people need to understand man a lot of things coming out of the 30s and like a lot of laws out of the 20s and 30s are just so based in race and cultural well, like i mean even separation. 80s 90s the 70s 90s yeah you're right but hopefully to like you know we're hopefully like seeing less of that over time that's kind of the idea at least i hope we are yeah <clears throat> um so i did do some research just now Mm. Um. Uh, so April 20th, 420 is the anniversary of the 1906 San Francisco earthquake, the oh, 1999 great. Columbine High School shooting, nice. and Hitler's birthday. <laughs> yeah, we're smoking all that pain away, um, bro. We're just taking it all as, as like as psychically we're taking it in, we're smoking it, and then we're, we're smoking it out inside our bodies and we're choking it and killing it to death with marijuana vapor. Yeah. And then we exhale <laughs> the bad thoughts. That's how yeah. it works. Uh, in, the in the minds and hearts of a dedicated community of marijuana enthusiasts, 420 is a bona fide holiday. It all started with a group of five students at San Rafael High School in Marin County, California. Hell yeah. Uh, they name them. I don't really care to name them. Uh, they called themselves the Waldos because they often hung out by a wall outside the school. Uh, like something out of the 1985 classic film The Goonies, the Waldos spent their free time hatching a plan to find a hidden cannabis crop based on a treasure map allegedly made by the grower. <laughs> Unlike the Goonies, the Waldos never found their treasure, but they did start using a co-word, 420 Louie, to indicate their plans to meet up at 420 p.m. near the school statue of French chemist Louis Pasteur before leaving the campus to search for the secret pot patch. <laughs> After the search was called off, the code word became simply 420, and the Waldos would meet at the statue before heading off to engage in their mutual marijuana smoking hobby. Um, the use of the term might have ended when the Waldos left San Rafael High School, but Reddix, who's one of the Waldos, got a job as a roadie for the Grateful, the, for the Grateful Dead bassist Phil Lesh and <laughs> brought the Waldos catchphrase with him. Before long, 420 became a common phrase among Grateful Dead followers as code for smoking pot, and 4.20 p.m. was thought to be agreed upon, the agreed upon time for such activities. Eventually, the phrase caught on with marijuana using subcultures around the U.S., and its origin was largely forgotten. <laughs> uh, over the years, the phrase was handed down to a new generation of marijuana users, and misinformation about its origin began to spread. But the 1990s, one popular be belief was that 4.20 was associated with either the police radio code or California penal code for marijuana possession, though that's entirely incorrect. Thanks, Mom. I knew you lied to me. <laughs> um, 
How does it feel for the internet to tell you the truth and your mother to lie to you? No, that's, I mean, it happens. Like, really it's one of those up. things where, like, you're a kid. Like, and this is something I discovered, like, going through, like, middle school and high school. Is, mm-hmm. like, you, you tend to think things are true just because at one point your parents told you. Yeah. And then, like, all, like, and when people are, like, like, what makes you think that? Like, that that's what you think of and you're, like, holy shit. What yeah. if my parents are fucking idiots? <sighs> yeah. So, um, Yeah that's uh that's that's where i'm at uh that can can definitely be a thing yeah speaking of bassists um i'm actually going to a concert this saturday um Mm. but while i was gone in vegas last week um news came out that the band who's headlining their bassist died like out of nowhere and so like we didn't know like if it would get canceled or postponed or anything, but, um, they, they came out like earlier this week and said, you know, we're still going to go through with it. We're going to go through with the concert and our tour and everything and just dedicate it to our bass player. Um, and it's like, it's relatively big news because they're all from Sacramento mostly. And, um, yeah, like Sacramento B and KCRA three and all the Sacramento news picked it up because it's a band from Sacramento. Like, what band is it? <clears throat> Dance Gavin Dance. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Do you know Dance Gavin like, Dance? I do know guys Dance Gavin Dance. I think it's hella funny that they started in Sacramento. Yeah, they're based in Sacramento. Yeah. They're I think one of their drummers like went to a high school in the same school district I went to. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Uh and uh I'm going because well mostly because um you know I I I've I like Dance Gavin Dance a lot, but like, um, a Skylet Drive is also from the Sacramento area. They're from like mm-hmm. Stockton and Lodi. Um, and their like original lineup is like getting back together. Like they only did one album together and they're getting back together just for, I don't know. They're just getting back together. So it's cool. And so they'll be performing there. That's like their first show. So I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go. That's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was kind of nervous. I might get canceled, but, uh, on top of that, I, I got sick. <clears throat> um because i don't know why but um yeah we went to vegas last week and um we came home saturday and i got sick sunday like towards the end of the day it's so weird did you, take a, did you take the test no i don't it's not covid like like my symptoms are like nothing like covid at all mm-hmm. um my wife wanted me to but like I'm, I'm vaxxed up and got the booster. So even if I have it, I'm, I'm not really concerned at all. Mm. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, so what, what I had was like, well, I still kind of have a little bit, but it's just like, it felt like something was like stuck in my throat and it wasn't like sore. It just felt like acid reflux in a way. Mm. Um, and then like my nose just started running like, and like, without notice like just white mucus would just like drip out of it like thin as fuck like just so random Mm. and like then when i i ended up going to work on monday i just had like so much pressure in my head like i I couldn't feel anything other than just like this massive pressure in my head you went into work feeling sick well yeah because uh (laughs) i don't know like i I hate missing work and um yeah i didn't didn't even take a test (laughs) no when why would i did you tell anyone at work you were sick? Um, I mean, people can kind of tell that you're not feeling good, you know, or whatever. 
<clears throat> I didn't have a cough or anything, you know, and I still for like it's still just like an itch, you know, like yeah. it feels like there's like food that wants to leave my throat, um, whether it goes up or down. But yeah, and so I went into work and I just like felt like shit. I was gonna go to the gym because I was like, hey, you know, I'll just sweat it out or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so like <clears throat> during the day, like I, I never take medication, but you know, I'm at work and I i have a massive headache and i have like so much pressure in my face and my nose keeps leaking mm. i'm like whatever dude like we we have like a mini store upstairs in our office so like i bought like some like cold medicine and i also bought allergy medicine and so like i tried the the cold medicine and like didn't do anything so like after like four hours i took an allergy pill like that's like all day didn't do anything so i was like well it's not cold it's not allergies like i don't know what it is <clears throat> so yeah i just ended up going home at like three and didn't do shit like i didn't eat all day i just like came home late in bed couldn't fall asleep uh yeah it was just miserable so tuesday yeah i stayed home um but i i worked from home but i did feel much better and like i had taken like sudafed like right before i went to bed and i feel like that actually did help and i don't know why so Oh, it's always good to take some of the health right before you go to sleep and your body like really takes it, you know, yeah. like, pro- like really melts Well, I still had like a massive day. headache. Like, so I was going to take like Tylenol or something, but my wife was like, you, you can't because you haven't eaten and like, you know, you don't know how it might react with those, like the other medications you took. And I was like, well, whatever. I need to take mm. something. I'm dying here. Yeah. I usually just take some emergency and smoke a bunch of weed and go I, to sleep. I took I I took like vitamin C pill because like mm. I've been taking those mostly anyway. Um, but yeah, like and I also have a coworker who went to Vegas last week too. Like she sits right next to me, and mm. like she said, yeah, she got home and like she was fine, and then the next day she'd same thing. She just got sick out of nowhere, <laughs> and it's like <clears throat> I, I don't know what it is because like. <laughs> like my wife's like oh maybe it's like the changing climate or something but like i don't think it's that like if i had to guess i'd say it's all the cigarette smoke there and work like, no no at, at casinos in, in vegas like mm. you just can't escape it like everywhere you yeah. go it's just cigarette oh, smoke. that's right yeah and then when you're walking down the strip it's all cigarette smoke and weed everywhere yeah so <clears throat> like it's just like miserable for me because like I, I already know like i don't have many allergies and if i do i don't really care about them because it's like you know man up whatever like mm. oh no my my throat might be itchy for a couple hours or something like but like with cigarette smoke i'm, I'm a little bitch about that dude like i don't know like it really bugs me mm. so um but yeah we went to vegas and um i wish i had some exciting stories about it um but i don't yeah. really you know, you don't really, and I mean this with great respect, but you don't really seem like a Vegas person. No, I went because my wife, she's been really needing a vacation, and she likes Vegas, and so yeah, we went. Um, and you can get some really good deals if you go during the off season too, especially like at the hotels. You get some good sort of room credits. Sometimes. Yeah, there was no good deals. I'll have you oh. know. Um, <laughs> we got there at like eleven at night, eleven thirty at night on a on a Thursday. Um. We were going to get a lift to our hotel, but mm. um, that sounds like prime time for uh, people going out and partying, apparently, in Vegas. So, lift prices were, like, triple. Mm. Like, it would have been, like, $75 or something, literally, yeah. to go from the airport to our hotel, which is, like, an eight-minute drive. 
Um, so we ended up walking back and just catching a cab and it was like 28 bucks or something. Yeah. Um, and I tried to talk to the cab driver and he was not very talkative. Um, and they're usually not talkative these days. <clears> I thought it would be different. Like I thought like cab drivers, because it's like that, like they usually well, work for a company and like so much of their job relies on like communication. Like I figured all cab drivers would be really talkative. Whereas like Lyft and Uber drivers would be more like they'll let you lead. And if you want to talk, they'll talk. And if not, then they won't. Like, that's kind of, like, how I thought that that's how it would go. But, no, this this cab driver, um, he was very not untalkative. And, like, I, you know, I wasn't being, like, too intrusive or anything. Like, I wasn't asking, like, personal questions. I was just like, oh, you know, like, how do you, like, you know, do you live around here? How do you like living around Vegas? Like, you know, like, do you, do you have any recommendations? Like, that's what, like, taxi drivers are for, right? Is to, like, tell you about, like, the local cuisine or, like, best places to try out. And he's like, no, I don't really come here. I don't really go hang out here like i like buffets i was like oh what's a good buffet he's like i don't know and then i was like yeah, like we pull up like close to our hotel and there's a mcdonald's and i was like oh is there anything like special about vegas mcdonald's like that's different from other mcdonald's you know he's like oh i don't eat mcdonald's i like in and out and i was like okay like is there anything special about in and out here and he's like i don't know and i was like okay well, like it was just so uncomfortable <clears throat> like which is why you try to talk to him so it doesn't get uncomfortable um yeah i'm usually pretty good about sitting in silence but i don't know maybe that's just me i'm kind of a, more of a i don't know brooding unsold and anti-social hermit that doesn't talk to people so yeah but yeah we got there we and we got there pretty late and then we went to the to our hotel like and just checked in which took forever even though there's only like two people in line in front of us it just still took forever mm-hmm. um so but then did you stay at? uh we stayed at the hilton and resort world which is like pretty new like yeah. they just built that i guess or something is it on the strip no it's like right out right off of this strip like um gotcha. you can like see most of, like pretty much the strip but it's like it's hard, i don't know um do you know where like the popular like taco places that like everyone goes to no it's, uh, like there's like this this mexican place like we almost went there on our first night but like it was so packed at like midnight like we couldn't even get in the door oh yeah so we went like to like one like two doors down um but yeah we so i don't know like it's like a 30 minute walk from our hotel to like caesar's palace if that makes sense yeah pretty good um which isn't bad and like i I was totally okay with walking but uh i was with people who obviously don't want to walk everywhere so we ended up like getting lifts everywhere we went for some reason um mm. and most of so all the lift drivers are really talkative like they were cool you know like yeah. you know I, i'm giving them free content i'm like giving them interviews and stuff so it's like you know <laughs> like I, I don't know why they wouldn't want to talk but yeah they were all cool you know i talked to them like uh you know it's always good to hear people's like perspectives on life and different things and just like their experiences like you know lift drivers have like especially in vegas have some crazy fucking stories you you just know they do right yeah <clears throat> so we're like yeah um but we were really only there like thursday and friday because we left saturday at like three in the morning like our flight was at six um and so yeah oh you can probably guess we didn't sleep um <laughs> But yeah, so like Thursday, we kind of just like ate and we we had like a late start because we were up so late Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I, like it was just me and, and two two ladies and uh, ladies take a long time to get ready. Um, yeah. So, you know, I woke up at eight on Thursday and I was ready at eight thirty. 
and my wife woke up at 11 and we left the hotel at 1:30. So mm. <clears throat> you know what happens. Um it was a good time to go down and check out like the hotel grounds and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we checked it out the night before cuz like my wife got there and just wanted to gamble right away. Yeah. So, she did some of that. And then we yeah, and then the next day like we just went to a restaurant that was inside our hotel. That was like the doghouse or something. Mm-hmm. It was actually pretty good. I got a I got a Monte Cristo that was balling. Um, the only thing I don't like is like everything is served with tater tots, which I like tater tots, but they like put truffle oil on it. And anybody who knows anything knows truffle oil is fucking disgusting and like fucking pungent as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, truffles are good. Truffle oil is uh, not good. So well, it depends. Like if you're cooking with it, it can be quite. Uh, it can be quite a good flavor. It can be a very delicate flavor profile if you're mixing it with the right things, like a good fish or a good salmon. I'll never forget someone went on MasterChef and poured a bunch of white truffle oil in their <laughs> their dish, and Gordon Ramsay said. This is the sure sign that you have no fucking idea what yeah, you're doing because it ruins yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, you need a good little splash. You don't need to pour it on there because you can't overwhelm the flavors of whatever yeah. you're trying to cook. Yeah, like it, it's like salt, you know, like a little bit goes a long way. Um, so yeah, and then like especially we... how expensive that shit is, you can't dump a bunch of that in there, dude. It's like two hundred bucks for a bottle. Yeah, well, we so like because of where I work, like we get like free stuff sometimes. And, like, every time I, I was about to take it, I was like, I'm never going to use this. <laughs> so I just put it back. Oh, do you get it? Sell it later on eBay. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Maybe. Totally um, legal. <laughs> Don't do that to home kids. <laughs> yeah. So so Thursday, we ended up, like, eating. And then, like, uh, you know, we we went to the strip. Like, we just walked all day. Like, we went to the, like, Caesars Forum shops or whatever. Yeah, Vegas. We yep. didn't go to any. We didn't go in any of the shops. Like, it's nice to look though. It's cool because of how freaking expensive it is. But. Yeah, I mean, dude, how many how many Louis Vuitton shops do they need in Vegas? I saw like twelve. Oh, dude, no, there's not enough. Trust me, for those Chinese billionaires to come over and have like their fortune with their fifteen girlfriends. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little crazy. Um, um but, no, it's fun to it's really fun to window shop in Vegas. It's like the only town I recommend doing it in because like you know they have these everything's like just displayed in this outrageous way. Well, I. The thing is, like, because I didn't go into the shops, like, mm. you know, even some of the shops had security guards outside, like, that would let you in or not let you in. Yeah. Like, it's, like, kind of weird. You look like a hobo. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, like, even, even like, I- I'm glad I didn't go into the shops because, like, I might have been tempted to buy something. Like, you know, I'm always, like, looking for, like, nice, like, form-fitting, like, suit, like, clothing or whatever, like, professional oh, yeah. wear. Like, yeah, and I'm glad I didn't go in because the things... Dude, the Ralph Lauren Polo Shop. Oh mm. my God, dude, it's deadly. It sneaks up on you like, oh, look at these shoes. Oh, the, look at these shoes leather. Oh, the look at the these. thing no one tells you about Vegas mm. is that you're paying a premium for everything. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I get it. Like, you're going to if you're going to designer shops, you're gonna pay a lot of money for designer things. Yeah. Why am I paying three dollars more for Starbucks? Why Designer does no one? Be, this is the thing. Like, are the are, because my wife watches all like these YouTube influencers who go all these places and eat all this food and whatever and blah blah blah. Are all these yep. people so disconnected from real life that they don't even realize that that everything is so fucking expensive? Like, they're just like, this is fantastic. You should come here and try yeah. this, motherfucker. It's nine dollars for Starbucks there. Yeah. 
Well, that's, you know, that's kind of a problem with, like, like I, there are good parts of modern food culture, and then there are some really bad parts of it. I think you and I, like, I'm back on Instagram. I'm not sure if you saw my post, right? I, I did, yeah. I saw your dog. Of my dog being a good girl. She's the best. <clears throat> um, but on Instagram, I follow a lot of foodies, too, because I'll, I just like to get stoned and look at pictures of really delicious food. But also, sometimes I see some outrageously cooked things that I don't understand how, A, how any human being could eat, and B, like, it's just a waste. It's yeah. like, there's, there's a huge difference between, like, really well-prepared food that's designed to be a certain way it is, and between food that's just outrageous and served in a cup, or, like, on a shovel, and the shovel's painted on gold, and it's on fire, and you gotta wait for the fire to go out after two minutes, and then you gotta, like, sniff some sort of, like, weird cocaine substitute, and then you gotta eat it so you have the right flavor profile on your tongue and shit like that it's weird uh, like there's this it's just <laughs> you know it, vegas is just really expensive because it's more of a vegas the entire city is basically kind of a lifestyle choice and that lifestyle is outrageously expensive like the entire city is found on money the entire strip is nothing but casinos that's what the hotels are built around the casinos the clubs are built around the, the hotels casinos. are all casinos well, no, they're, they're, they used to just be a casino. <laughs> like, you know? that, well, I mean, like every every hotel it's on is the a main casino, floor, right? Like, it's it's on the main floor. You know, like it's it's obviously what their priority is. Like, you can well, tell just by walking and in, also, like, like, like all the staff they have. I think I think Vegas has changed a lot. Like, I think uh, I think uh, Vegas because I've never been like before, but like all all my experiences before with Vegas is because my grandparents went every year. Like, yeah. and, and I never had gone, but like my grandparents went every year. And like, when I came to California, like I'd gone to Reno a couple times and like, so I'm like, okay, this is just where old people come to spend their retirement money. Mm. Right. But I feel like Vegas is like more than that now. Like Vegas is where all like, everybody wants to go to like, just lose their minds. Yeah, pretty much. Like, it's like, a, it's like the modern, it's like the modern day son of Gomorrah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And like, I've also heard like, uh, like I've talked to people who like, are friends with like bi- like business people who make millions of dollars a year and mm-hmm. like you just like the utmost professional like people you'd ever meet and they like vegas and every year they yeah. like they go to vegas like once a month just to do shit tons of, of cocaine yeah like you know it's just like okay <laughs> i mean i yeah. wouldn't mind going to vegas like doing a monthly trip to vegas like smoke some weed hang out maybe go to a strip club drink or something like yeah, that but you but... can do that here too yeah, well, no, you can't because well, without spending strip, hundreds of dollars for plane tickets are, and hotels. The thing about strip clubs in Vegas, though, is that, like you said, you know, everything there is cost kind of a show, and that's I can really appreciate that, especially with some of the upper, like crazier strip clubs, like that are just yeah. fucking that have the double decker poles with like three ladies on them at the same time. There's a bunch of flashing lights and there's a bunch of crazy shit going on, and they're doing like these crazy acrobatics. It's impressive to watch. It can be. And also, you get to touch some titty, so that's nice. <laughs> Ryujin <laughs> said, "Pinkies in the air, truffle oil fries, ten dollar coffee, instant bougie." Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, like <laughs> Rio's not wrong. <laughs> there's nothing extravagant about my trip to Vegas. Like, I- I'm glad my wife had a good time. Like, that's that was my whole goal is to not be such a Debbie Downer. I ruin everyone's time. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but like, yeah, like. You know, when when we were there Thursday, like we went to the strip, we walked around, we walked around, we walked around, we we went, we walked from Caesars to the Venetian to to everywhere, got a lift back to our hotel, went to Circus Circus, then like we walked to, to like ten miles or something, twenty five k steps, like 
and we took lift <laughs> here's another thought i had about vegas too that i just realized um vegas is where people in la go to party so and i just want you to think about la for a second i thought that <laughs> la and vegas were closer to be honest but they're not that close well it's just a really long drive it's like four and a half hours it's i thought it was like drive. two it's a long drive some people like making that drive though for, for some like, reason i thought la to vegas was sacramento to reno no but uh, yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of desert in the way people don't understand that about like uh, yeah. <laughs> i drove cross country twice fucking nevada man i hate yeah, it but sometimes you'll get those fucking zones like you know no it, gas station for the next 126 miles have fun fucko don't break when you're, break down <laughs> when you're driving west like and you're coming to california and you drive through boring ass states like wyoming and nebraska you get to Utah, you're like, man, it's an hour and a half through Utah, and then you get to Nevada, you're like, I'm almost home. And then you have 10 hours of fucking desert. Yeah. Desert, bro. Saying those guys, back in the day, they had to cross that motherfucker with a bunch of fucking horse-drawn buggies and shit like that. Wearing no fucking, no camel packs. I'd, ra- I'd those- rather have a horse-drawn buggy. At least I can no. sleep. <laughs> no, you can't. What? A horse will get lost. It'll stop it. Nah, someone else can handle the horse. <laughs> by yourself? If you're driving cross country, did you driving by yourself or are you driving like, with someone? If if it's olden days, I have no reason to leave California. Okay, there's gold here. There's the best produce in all the land. There's yeah. land fit for growing. Earthquakes. Like, earthquake. Schmirthquake. Hostile native peoples striking out of the swamps that are, that used to be the California true California Delta. You know, you know, uh, they used to call the mail service the Pony Express, yeah. and uh, the first the first ever post office went from Sacramento, California to Utah. So we're kind of ahead of the curb, you know, California. Yeah. Us in Utah, us in Utah, baby, twenty four seven. Yeah, we're the reason that the post office exists, but we're not the reason that it's so shit. You can yeah. blame the U.S. government for that. The reason it's shit is because it doesn't have any ponies anymore. See that you get rid of the cowboys, things go to shit. You should have exactly. seen it coming. Should have seen it coming. It but I mean, you go time. by where you live, and there's a bunch of fucking cowboys. They just turned in their horses for diesel trucks. Yeah, dude. So, just want horses. So I want like fifty horses. I want a herd of horses. Dissent, dissentmanus ten fries. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. And, and people think I'm smart. Are you having a stroke? Are you okay? No, that's what Ryujin said in the chat. I don't know what oh. that means. You think I just came up with that out of nowhere? Oh, maybe. You never know, <laughs> dude. That you're having Vegas and you were thinking about how awful of a time you had and then no, you just had a stroke. I didn't, like I didn't have an awful time. Like, I actually like walking, so it's good, you know, walking a lot. Vegas and... is like, Vegas can be really, like, you just need to know how to handle Vegas. Like, there's some people that get there and it overwhelms them. Dude. And they... And there's some people that get there and like they try, they like abuse Vegas. Like, you know, Vegas is like a bong. They're hitting that bitch way too fucking hard, right? Yeah. And there's some people where you just got to take a light hit of Vegas, like, ha, ah, the show tunes, like the lights. Pe- everybody's having a good time. That's one thing I like about Vegas. Like, you walk around, everybody's like happy. They're drunk. They're smoking. They're high. They're gambling. They're having a good time. Talking to prostitutes, calling prostitutes, thinking about calling a prostitute, texting prostitutes. You know, it's, it's a good time. It's, it's not always it's, the case, though. Like, one of the things that really like, shook me 
the the fight the fist the fist fights on the strip. No, there wasn't fist <laughs> fights. I mean, like like because we were like we were there Wednesday, like again like Wednesday night, Thursday and Friday. Like we weren't there like party, you know. Mm. Uh, and it was actually really crowded because like BTS was playing and stuff. Some of those. Oh like, yeah. Um, but like no, something crowd though. Like you expect, like you expect to see like the showgirls and stuff, like saying "come get pictures," where right? I and then like charging you and whatever. Yeah. Uh, something I did not expect that like really like made me kind of really irritated mm-hmm. was people dressed as the Avengers <laughs> grabbing children and trying to scam their parents. <laughs> like literally they're dressed as the Avengers and you're like yeah. walking and they just grab a kid, you know, Hey, come get a picture. Every kid wants a fucking picture with Iron Man. Right. Like, mm. and then like the mom is like, like, no, no, you can't have a picture. Cause I don't, I can't pay for it. And like mm. the kid starts crying and shit because these fucking dickheads are trying to scam people. Yeah. Like you shouldn't do shit like that. That's pretty like, shitty. Like, like I get it. If you're a grown adult and they're like, Hey, come get a picture. And like, you're like, okay. And then they're like, Oh, that's $10. And you're like, Oh, okay. Whatever. Like, and now I've made a stupid mistake. But when you do shit like that to kids, you know? Yeah. It's like what happened. And, uh, I was at great America, uh, not great America, uh, universal studios <coughs> in LA. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Universal uh, LA. Universal, U- yeah. Universal Studios LA. Sorry, I got a really weird email. It doesn't matter. It's in the past. <laughs> it's, in the past. it's in the past now. I don't know anything about it. Um, Universal Studios LA, like they have this part of more experience, right? And you mm-hmm. can go to all. You can go to all Vander's wand shop, right? Yeah. And and they pick a kid. Like they have a beam of light come down from the fucking ceiling and like illuminate this kid. And the kid gets his. They give him like a special wand. Like they give him like four wands before they give him like the final special wand, right? <laughs> Uh-huh. he needs it to do a bunch of magic and spells and like they're talking about oh my god you're so fucking special kid you're the best and at the end of the ride they literally take his wand away and tell his parents hey you can buy this for $60 up at the fucking wand shop Jesus <laughs> so yeah it's really shitty awful behavior and they shouldn't be exploiting children to guilt trip their parents into spending money they don't fucking have right <laughs> that's like that's like what just like really annoyed me the most, and I was like, "Like what the fuck, man?" Why um, surprised a bunch. Did any strip? Did any like hookers hit on you? Like trying to get you to like get into a three way with you and your lady? Um, no, I'm very unattractive, so I didn't have to worry oh, about dude. that. Uh, you're a precious baby boy. Shut the fuck up. Also, did you? You didn't get any cards or anything like that. You didn't at least get one of the cards. What? Like cards? I got. They hand out stripper cards with QR codes for a good time. You can scan uh, them and it goes right to their fucking link tree. No, nope. Nope. Didn't, nope. Didn't get none of that. The what thing is, the like, hell? My, my wife trained me well because um, when we were in uh, we were in Italy like three years ago, we were in Milan. <laughs> and like, you know, I try to be nice. People are like, try to like, you know, like if they try to hand you stuff or like try to like whatever, like I try to be polite and just say, oh, you know, no, thank you. No, thank you. Like whatever. Like, because like that's just how I am, like right, and my yeah. wife's like you can't do that. Number one, you're you're tall, so you're a target. Which all I got out of that was I'm tall because she always says I'm not six foot. She always makes yeah. fun of me, even though I am six foot. Um, yeah, well, I'm five foot ten, so you can go fuck yourself. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because I mean I'm six foot. She always says you're five eleven and three quarters. Like what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, she's like you know you're tall, so you're like a target. Like, if you put your hand up, they're going to, like, put bracelets on you and then charge you for them. Mm. And it's, like, because, like, that's what, like, a lot of the street vendors do in in 
uh, like Rome and like, you know, in Italy and like France and stuff, like they'll like say, oh, come try on this bracelet. And then they're like, well, you have it now. Now you have to pay us for it. We're not taking it back, you know? Mm. Um, so like she, she, she told me to, to not interact with people trying to do stuff on the street. Yeah. You just got to fucking ignore them, dude. It's one thing I learned like in, when I was down in Mexico, street vendors, like they'll just fucking harass the shit out of you if you engage with them in any way. You just got to ignore them. Most important thing is don't make eye contact and do the hand gesture. Like, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. It's just what it is. What it is. Um. Yeah. But we actually, um, on Friday, we ended up going mm. to this thing called Avenger Station. <laughs> I don't know if you know what that is. Uh, I have no idea what that is. But it's like a new, like, shop. Shop? Not. It's not a shop, but it's like a new exhibit mm. um in vegas like it's like Mar- in treasure island yeah <clears throat> and so let me see la and vegas what i tell you, told you dude yeah the root the roots are really deep let's see let's see what we can find so oh my god why is it crooked okay what's going on here i'm trying to i'm trying to show you some pictures um but it came out crooked Um, yeah they do them in the microsoft powerpoint that's the best way yeah uh window um okay um okay i don't think that worked (coughs) Mm, yeah I have an idea. Mm. This will be easier. This will be way easier. Add display capture. <coughs> Excuse me. There. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's Black Widow bike? No, this is Steve Rogers' bike. Oh. Yeah, so I got I got a picture on Captain America's bike. There you go. Um what else? Um We got I took this picture. Oh my god, what happened? It doid. Pictures, come back. Yeah, I nope. Alright. I believe I believe this picture i like it because it got it has the moon in it i thought it was yeah. cool like i said man vegas can be really beautiful it's just an experience <clears throat> it actually um reminded me of like the like these lyrics i wrote years ago mm. um that someone could easily apply to to be about vegas you know something like um um jesus i don't even remember um something about her light being blinding on the night or something you know no you're not wrong um uh, i was blinded by her light on the backdrop of the night pretty sure that was it there you go hey, look at all these iron man suits sorry there's no pictures i don't see them <coughs> nice Jesus. What is this? Did, did they so did they look like plastic behind them or if you looked up to them walked up to the cases did they look like look pretty solid 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, you know, pretty pretty legit. Mm. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I have one more, but uh, it has my wife's face in it, so I don't I don't want to show it because she's weird about stuff like that. I get it. Yeah. Which I mean, it's not weird. It's like you know, understandable. Um, but I can um. Okay, that didn't work at all. <laughs> okay, sorry. Here, mm. here it is. That's me with a short woman who may or may not be my wife and some Iron Man suits. Those are the OG ones? Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, it was a pretty cool exhibit. Any any cool knickknacks or anything like that? Um, Everything there was super over... Like, literally, like, uh, there, was a, there was a Spider-Man shirt I thought was really cool. Probably 100 bucks, $110. It was, it was 40 bucks. Uh, which, yeah, to me, is too worst. much for a t-shirt. Yeah, you're uh, not wrong, but it's not the worst pricing I've ever seen on like a branded shirt like that. And then some metal shows where shit's fucking outrageous. No, at the booth. but I mean you can buy um like shirts like that for mm -hmm. like twenty five dollars anywhere else. Um, they also have like really cool like uh like gaming chairs. <laughs> but you can find the like I didn't they didn't have prices on them, so I was scared to ask. But I yeah. I looked them up and like you can get one on Amazon for like hundred and eighty bucks. And I'm sure there would have been like 500, so. Yeah, you just gotta make sure they're like you know same material and stuff. And then some cheap Chinese knockoff. Because let me tell you, as someone who got a ch cheap Chinese knockoff, it's already kind of fucking falling apart on me. Yeah. Um, sucks. I wish there was a middle ground, but it's either you're paying like 150 or you're paying 700 dollars, <laughs> and it's just kind of sucks. <clears throat> yeah. It really does. Gaming chair life. I need my pro gaming chair to feel like a pro gamer. Well, the thing is, like even pro gaming chairs, like you'll get a lot of variants like like because secret layer i think is like the big one and like mm. you spend like four hundred dollars for a chair from secret layer but most people like like people who game actually all day don't even use those chairs like they use like legit office corporate chairs like from herman miller that are like 2k like uh no thank you i don't have 2k uh. And I've seen, and I've also seen some really crazy gaming chairs, like with the lumbar and our support and everything like that. But seen some cute ones too, like they have the, like cat ears and stuff, like installed in the top, like supposed to follow a theme and stuff like that. That's pretty, you know, it's good branding. Yeah, I really need one that's like a lot. You know, next time I get a gaming chair, I just need to get one that's a lot thicker. I need to get one that isn't from a randomly named company in the middle of inland China. <laughs> Dude, I just buy whatever's affordable. Like honestly, I, I've never spent over a hundred dollars on a chair because uh, I hate spending money on things. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like spending money on things, but I hate spending money on expensive things and um, like feeling like I'm wasting money. Like a chair is a chair. <laughs> yeah, but like, if you're using it to make money, it's a, it is a worthwhile investment. Yeah. Especially. Well, especially if you could use it as a tax write-off. I mean, come on now. There you go. Should have tax off. Yeah. Not not falling off that chair. Hey hey. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um, we should probably talk about nerd stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um Okay. Well, there was a Thor trailer. It was actually very good. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um 
looks very cute. It looks actually looks a lot more slow paced. And like I said before, and I'm not really sure if this is me just talking to my ass or not. Like if this is like the closing end chapter of the, the you know, that whole whatever first, second, third, fourth ellipses phase of the, uh, you know, MCU. If that's like just the closing on everything. But um, It I'll might be. The thing is like mm. Thor is the first character to have four solo movies. Mm. Um, and you can probably guess it's going to be Chris Hemsworth's last movie. Yeah. Um, and the, the question is, is, is Jane Foster's mighty Thor going to be Thor in future movies? Or is this a one-off thing for her as well? Mm. Um, because I, I don't think we need, like, I, I can't see Natalie Portman committing to like a bunch of Marvel movies, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and if they were going to do that and knew that she wouldn't commit, then like, there'd be no reason not to just cast someone else, like recast, um, Jane Foster. Mm. <coughs> to be fair, I, I like Natalie Portman. I, I didn't like Jane I, Foster in the first two Thor movies, mm. uh, for especially, good. Especially the second one. No, but you know, the dark world was just kind of a mess. <laughs> well, the, like I, I really liked the first Thor movie, but like, it's like okay, here's Jane Foster, this incredibly intelligent, capable scientist. Oh, by the way, she just saw Thor. Now she's a dopey moron. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. Where like you, like you, you introduce like a character like with all these amazing traits, and then as soon as they see like this godlike man, which you understand because like in a way, it's like if I saw that godlike man, holy shit, you know, I'd I'd be dumbfounded as well. But, like, for that to take away all your agency and, like, you just kind of become, like, a dithering idiot is, like, kind of an insult to to Jane, <laughs> in my opinion. Not wrong. Um, um, and I did enjoy the first Thor movie a lot. I thought Crimson Earth was, like, I don't know. It was fantastic. It was fun watching him, like, galvan around with, like, almost kind of Renaissance-esque acting, like, yeah. in the middle of, like, a Midwest middle. No, it's not even Midwest. It's, like, just desert town doing nothing um rukia what is rukia do you know that is no what what ryujin oh. said rukia i don't know I, I, no I don't. does that mean you agree ditto maybe possibly potentially i don't know at some um, point. um but i am you know she got shredded. Natalie Portman did. Apparently, yeah. she put on. She she got like really really buff for this role. So, you know, we'll see how how far she's willing to commit. I don't know. We'll just have to see. Um, there's a lot of stuff up, up in the air right now with Marvel. There's a lot of contracts that are coming to an expire. There's a lot of stories that are coming to their conclusion. You know, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, what are, what's next? <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, Guardians Three is our last movie. Um, yeah, was it like they confirmed to be like their last their mm-hmm. last. So. Yeah, James Gunn has said like it's his last movie um, doing it, and it's it'll be the finale of Guardians. I mean, they're also doing the holiday special thing. <laughs> um, so we'll Hopefully see. Hopefully, it'll be like the Star Wars special. <laughs> yeah, but like <clears throat> when I first watched Thor, like it was just fun, you know. Um, yes, that's the thing. It was a lot of fun, and like the Destroyer was cool. I'm not sure if it was called the Destroyer, you know, like yeah, the yeah. robot thing from yeah. the vault. And Anthony Hopkins is badass as Odin, like, yeah, and, and, yeah, you know, and Tom Hiddle, uh, Tom Hiddle, Hiddle, Tittle, Hiddleston, 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 
Uh, he was great as Loki. You know, he had the role nailed within the first 10 minutes of just being like the snide little asshole that everybody loved to hate. Um, you know, Thor, we got a lot of character development out of him over time. I think that's because of the lessons they were in the Dark World, which you and I agree is probably probably the closest to the bottom of the tier out of all the Marvel movies, <clears throat> I would think. Except for Man-Man and the Wasp 2. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp was good. Eh, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> I, I think Captain Marvel was worse than Ant-Man and the Wasp. I didn't, you know, see, I kind of like Captain Marvel actually a little bit, but you know. I think it. I think it's extreme, extremely middle of the road for Marvel. Like it's not, it's not bad. I wouldn't say it's bad, but I also wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's like anything special. Yeah, she was just the last hero to get introduced before they finally brought everything together for Infinity War. So, or she yeah. was the one introduced in the interim between Infinity War and uh, you know Endgame, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, I. Everyone else, we got a lot of time to grow and adapt and love, but her, not so much. And you're right, you know, I could see how Captain Marvel, the movie itself, would have some issues. Again, like all most Marvel movies suffered suffered from an extremely weak villain, or rather the lack thereof, a presence of a villain. I'm not really sure. I think they brought in Ronan the Accuser for like 10 seconds, and then he just warped out of there. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I like Ronan, though. Like, not necessarily, like, in Guardians. Because, uh, like you said, like... Captain he, Marvel, huh? In Captain Marvel, he was in he was in there for. Captain oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he was Guardians' main villain. Yeah, totally one shot him. <clears> funny. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought, I don't know. There, there's so much you can do with Ronan, and like, they, yeah, uh, he was wasted in all his roles, to be honest. Mm. So, yeah. but I, like, I, I look at Captain Marvel. At, like, is like, in comics, I don't like her character either. Mm. Like, I liked, I liked. Uh, Carol Danvers as Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. When she became Captain Marvel, like I think it was like Spectacular Spider-Man number nine or something. Oh, I was done with that character, and then through through Civil War two, like her like uh, her character just gets so bad. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I never thought I'd read a comic and say I agree with Iron Man, but when I was reading that shit, yeah. <laughs> um. I'm sure it was a horrendous comic reading experience. I don't know because I don't read comics. I can't really commentate on that. But yeah, but maybe because I don't like like the the problem I have mostly is like why make Captain Marvel before Miss Marvel anyway? Yeah, Uh, and maybe you can argue well the suit for one thing. Like they were never going to put her in that Miss Marvel suit. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with her as Miss Marvel, but they are never going to put her in that suit. So why is it? Huge t- has got huge tatas. No, it's just like it's like a like a unitard, like um, oh, yeah, classic style. Yeah, it's it's like um, there there's like, a lot of there's a lot of outfits they're they're, they're never gonna bring into actual fruition, like and you know like man like yeah, but maybe these, instead of like dealing with it, they're just like we'll just you know we'll just do Captain Marvel, you know, because yeah. because you know I mean we all know fucking marvel fanboys man like yeah well that's you're gonna get marvel fanboys they got marvel fanboys upset no matter what so there you go yeah like they were they were upset <laughs> you know and you did some there are a lot of comic book outfits though that i don't think they'll ever make the jump to movie because they're just so risque in real life they would look like you know g-string uh, uh Oh, 
Oh, I think I she's like she has a short black hair, right, with spikes. Because I watched a little bit of Bleach, but then I didn't. I don't know. I didn't um, watch I've never watched Bleach. Oh, it's got so many. Oh my god! Yeah, see that that you can't have that in movies. This is a good Christian nation, okay, Christian. Yeah. Okay, you, you, they're never gonna do this. <laughs> they, right. This is a good. This is a good Christian show. They're, they're what are you gonna doing? Do Put this on here. Like they're not, they're not gonna ask uh, uh, Brie Larson to get a bikini wax so she can do this, you know? <laughs> like it just wouldn't happen. And these boots, holy shit! Uh, this oh, Moonstone, I love me some Moonstone. This is yeah, not they, Carol Danvers. This is Moonstone. Yeah, the um, the high heels is another thing too. Really, like th- those... this is much more, you know, up their street. Yeah. So. Um, or they could have gone Ugh. classic, you know. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have happened. Look at those abs. Love abs. <clears throat> Goes right into the suit. Look yeah, at this. They could have done that. Classic. Yeah, they could have done that too. Um, you know, Miss Marvel seventeen first appearance the, of Mystique with the midriff. Rookie is, is a character got that got some treatment in anime. Oh, the same treatment oh, as a uh, Jane Foster. Instantly went from OP to complete rescue me mess. Uh, dysenter- dysentery minus dysentery 10 fries with regards to travel west oh yes black hair black gotcha. hair <laughs> were we saying something about black hair uh the main character rukia uh from bleach the anime character she has black like short black pointy hair see and i so i understand like she showed up like for the first like 30 or 40 episodes and she was like just kicking ass taking names like oh Welcome to the big world, kid. And then she became a love interest, and things went downhill from there. And then they had, like, you know, the beach episode. And yeah. And then I stopped watching beach. <laughs> Fair. You know what I, I've seen um, some of recently is Hunter x Hunter. That's a good, that's a really good, that's a good one. Kind of pops off. It is. It's very, it can get very intense very quickly. Um, it's, yeah. It's, it can be difficult to follow sometimes, but it's definitely a good one to watch. Yeah, I never really watched anime much, but mm. yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, Thor. So I actually thought the the trailer was pretty mediocre. Like I thought it left mm. a lot to be desired, um, which which is good because I think yeah. I think that means that they're not they're not giving away the story necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what really like got me excited is just seeing just seeing Natalie Portman as Jane Jane Foster being Thor like at the end. Like I thought that was fucking sick. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think what gets people excited is they're like, oh, Zeus, Hercules will probably show up. Like all these characters that that people have been waiting to see in comics for a long time. I mean, mm-hmm. in live action for a long time. Um, I think that's what gets people excited. Um, I thought the Thunderbolts looked like styrofoam. Um, but um, yeah, I hope they're. I hope Marvel isn't trying to do this thing where it kind of reaches into the fantastical, like what DC does, like with the Round Table and other kind of stuff like that. Like you know, Jonathan Strange, uh, Jonathan Dark, I think his name is. I can't remember, but you know, I, we'll just have to wait and see because you know, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is. Where I'm going to see it with you on the fifth. Um, yeah. Well, you know, and... the closest thing you'll get. I mean, what's rumored, and I, I it might have been, may have been confirmed. I don't think it has been is that um the illuminati are gonna be in it mm. um and for people unfamiliar with the illuminati i mean it's one of my favorite superhero teams um it's captain america beast 
Professor X, Namor, Black Bolt, Iron Man. Uh, did I say Black Panther? Um, like no. Mister Fantastic. Like the, this. This is a group called and Doctor Strange as well. This is a group called the Illuminati, and pretty much like they form um, to kind of prevent like large scale destruction, like in the background. And so, like one of the stories is like um, this, like like these universes are going to be colliding. Uh, like they call it like a convergence. And so what they do is, um, they like, they have to like get an infinity gauntlet with all the stones to like mm-hmm. blow up the other universe before it collides with ours. <laughs> and like, like, it's just not, like a lot of weird stuff that happens, but it's like a cool team. Like I just like the team and I love black bolt pretty much. That's why. Yeah. It sounds <clears throat> interesting and unique. Um, uh, but yeah, like the, there's a scene in like the first trailer from Dr. Strange or like the second trailer where he's like handcuffed and like brought before like these chairs and mm-hmm. everyone thinks professor x like rolls up and everybody's like it's the illuminati for sure you know and it's like well we'll see <laughs> but like which would be cool but uh i don't think it's gonna be the illuminati in its pure form like i know that there was news that they're planning to do something with namor i don't know if we'll actually see namor i don't think we'll see him in doctor strange black bolt got ruined in the terrible inhumans tv show uh, Mr. Fantastic, I, I don't think they'll bring him in this soon without, mm-hmm. like, anything else. Like, and, and to be brought in straight up into, like, this universe, not established at all, and be, like, a member of one of the strongest teams to ever exist. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could it could happen because, you know, hey, it's the multiverse, right? Like, he's established somewhere. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I Beast was a replacement for Professor X when Professor X got killed. So, uh, I don't think we have to worry about Beast. Um I mean, Doctor Strange obviously is being brought before them. Like, <clears throat> so who is who is the Illuminati? Professor X? And that's it? Like okay. I said, I, mean, I don't read any of the comics, so I, you know, I'm sure this dream team you're putting together is going to be badass. <laughs> and hopefully we'll see it like in the... Well, it's irrelevant yeah. because, like, anybody who knows anything knows that, like, just because it, it is how it is in the comics, like, Marvel will do their own thing to fit their stories, which is the way it should be done, you know? Yeah. So... Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Dr. Strange. Like the, the biggest issue I have like continuously, and I understand it's marketing and they have to do it, but every movie dude in, in you, I get it with Marvel more than anything for some reason, but like every single movie, there are like 34 trailers, 190, uh, you know, TV spots, 370 behind the scenes interviews, like 10 fucking billion tweets uh, speculating. Like, I don't need all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like I I watched the first trailer and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm I'm ready for the movie to come out in two months. Like I'm good. And then just like every week, like a new thirty second clip, man. I don't need it. Yeah. I you know I think that's a problem with streaming, like also as a service, is that like they feel the need to generate content, which is strange to me because Netflix was kind of the one that sort of set the bar. And I don't believe they ever released any sort of behind the scenes information on uh, stranger things or anything else that they released uh, on only if through their YouTube channel, but never through like Netflix itself. And they never inserted any trailers or anything like that. Or they usually just had one trailer on the Netflix site. You could watch <clears throat> like, you know, and on like the show's page. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, it's Disney over commercialization. That's the only way to put it. Like, you know, they want trailers because they want constant hype, because they want constant social media presence, because they want constant clicks, because they want constant ad revenue. Um, well, and they're going to 
hyping the shit out of all their content for the time being until like you know it pays for itself yeah i mean ad revenue is the big one but like the other thing too is like you know for for people like me like it's important to understand like i'm not the target audience for all that Mm. like i'm gonna i'm already seeing the movie regardless right like like there are a lot of like even though you know it's probably the most popular franchise to ever be created now the mcu like mm-hmm. there that, that still there are still people who don't want to see these movies or who don't watch them and it's like hey you should target some I know these. someone that refuses to watch any new Spider-Man movies because he's like oh we've done that like you know they've already done it like four times how many more fucking times can they do it That's and true I don't, I don't blame him yeah that's it's the, the same like, with yeah. Batman though Yeah, yeah. and like the, the 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 thing is like I mean I and I, I'm not saying I agree with his opinion but I, I am yeah, saying I no. understand why some people would hold that opinion. Yeah, you know? no, I, I I do get it. Like I and, and for sure, like imagine like being being a, a full grown adult right now, and like you've never watched an MCU movie, and like they keep coming out, and you're like, well, like it's just like comics. Like how, like where do I even start? How do I get into this? Like exactly. Like do, do I have to watch every single movie? And it's like, well, technically no, but you're missing. Like <clears throat> Marvel is at its best when you can get just as much out of it by not watching any of the other movies Mm -hmm. right and but like people who do have all the other knowledge will get a little bit extra like that's when it's at its best that's why like movies like shang chi black panther like they really stand alone yeah because yeah because like you don't have to know any of the other marvel stuff to watch those movies and be like holy shit dude these are good Mm -hmm. movies right like they, they do really stand on their own uh and but if you have seen other movies i mean hey we know who wong is you know mm-hmm. but we don't have to know who wong is right yeah like we know uh you know we we know some of the references maybe from well we know like black black panther's dad died in in civil war but you don't need to know that yeah right like that that's why I view like Black Panther was the first Marvel movie I saw that that I said this transcends like the genre, because it, you don't it, like it you it, just like Shang Chi like they utilize the world of the MCU that they live in, but they don't like they don't Abuse restrict it. themselves to that world, yeah. like that you like you know it takes place in the MCU, but it doesn't have to, which is what makes them so great. Right. And even like uh, a lot of the other like solo films that like when they first came out, you look at Iron Man, the first Captain America, the first Thor, um, um, the first Doctor Strange. Like these are movies that barely reference anything else. But like in today's world, like something like the past like three, four years, like and I guess I mean, Marvel really started it with Infinity War. Like everything has cameos now. And like that's that those are the big reveals. It's cameos everywhere right and it's like well if you don't recognize those cameos you're kind of lost mm. which be, which can become a problem i think um like it, it, well, what what they've wait, done go ahead sorry there's just also like just to kind of summarize what you're saying you're, you're talking about like a broader issue with a lot of things is at the end of the day our memory now as a society especially when it comes to creative speculative fiction is just very long uh and everything is inspired by something else at this point is you'll ask any fantasy writer who you're inspired by and they'll say tolkien or a lot of people now are starting to say the wheel of time but at the end of the day the wheel of time uh was heavily 
the Wheel of Time was heavily, heavily inspired by Lord of the Rings. Um, I believe the gentleman who wrote those books said he that he just wanted to have a more human take on Lord of the Rings, whatever that means. But you know, that's that's what <laughs> isn't Lord of the Rings the most human take you can have? <laughs> uh, you know, like, Lord, the Lord of the Rings is Tolkien's human take on the Silmarillion. <laughs> Yeah, and then and even then, like it really turned. There's a lot of people who just can't, straight up can't read it because it's a little bit too much for them. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's what I said last time when we spoke about J.K. Rowling. Is like, mm. um, she claims she's never read Lord of the Rings, but there's obvious influence there because even if she hasn't, she's read other fantasy fiction, and all modern fantasy fiction is inspired by Tolkien. By the Lord of the Rings, yeah, yeah right. So. especially back then when she was writing in the 80s and 90s you know that's all they really had aside from pulp fiction like Conan and Arthur C. Clarke and stuff like that yeah. um, but the problem is also like a, getting back onto the original point it's very difficult to orient yourself pretty much in any fan based culture these days because of the amount of information you need to take within yourself to actually be considered an authentic fan like if you're trying to be a metal metalhead and you want to say I am a metalhead I'm a fan of metal music like you need to start in the eighties and then you need to work your way forward up until today. And it's like a huge catalog, hundreds of difference of bands and hundreds of difference of unique noises and hundreds of thousands of difference of like, you know, this and that and everything that makes it distinct and unique. And, you know, until you realize none of that shit really matters and nobody actually cares. Anyone who walks up to you and says, Hey, if you don't know X, Y, and Z, then you're not a real fan of X. Like, you know, yeah. that person's probably full of shit. Gatekeeper Andy's. But it is very diff. But it is very, very still very difficult to orient, even orient yourself like you, like you were saying, orient yourself in the story of the fan, like you know, of something that's built on fan culture. That's what Marvel has done. Marvel has built a giant fan base, like of hundreds of millions of people that will go see their movie at the drop of a hat, like no well, matter what. And also, like, it's when, like we we see the success of fran like franchises are are like the biggest things, right? Like there are very few like solo movies that perform the way that franchise movies perform. You know, and it's like the, Kevin Feige and, and Disney looked at that and like just turned it up to a million. Like they're yeah. like, we're not going to do a, a Iron Man franchise. We're going to do a Marvel franchise and we're going to have Iron Man, Captain America, Thor franchises, Spider-Man, all of that within our larger franchise. Like they just franchised franchises. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like. You know, in the in the in the seventies and eighties and and on, like you you know, you have Star Wars, you have Jurassic Park, you have Indiana Jones, you have like these incredibly popular franchises, and yeah. then you move into modern day, and it's like everything, you know, Batman, DC, the DCEU, MCU, Star Wars again, Marvel Television, like everything is franchised, like and yeah. and it just grows and grows and grows, and it's like. You know, and heavily recycled. That's another thing that always needs to be put out there. And then my problem today with most modern media culture is that it's just all heavily recycled, like you said, from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Like yeah. they had a whole Marvel movie. Didn't they have like a whole Marvel movie series like in theaters in the 60s, 70s, yeah. 80s? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was just really bad. Yeah. <laughs> and so they tried it again. That was really good. Yeah, I and mean, and as technology improves, like, uh, you know, people will be drawn to that more. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of people are really like in modern days are really turned off by old school practical terrible effects in their mind right like yeah. until um, they watch star wars and they're like oh my god practical effects are the best yeah my <laughs> wife didn't like them though uh, well uh, i hate uh, to say this but your wife's wrong yeah no i i, <laughs> no, I, I mean <laughs> yeah it's just one of those things and it's like 
that's that's why it's it's hard because like philosophically which I, I don't like to like be super stringent about things but like to my core the way I think about like approaching fiction and like stories is like if a story needs to rely on information outside of that story it's mm. not a good story um and uh i feel like marvel has become that in some ways mm. but also not because it's it's more of like a serial television series than yeah. like previous like like and that's what you know you look at the transition from television in the 60s 70s 80s to like modern day right things went from very episodic like everything was episode to episode and like there was very little continuity between episodes to yeah. very serial like you know, everything affects the next episode, right? But your main story within those episodes should still kind of stand now, on its own. That's also, this also is another thing, like, you know, this is, and I primarily, TV, I believe it shifted primarily because of the rise of DVR and series, especially uh, things like On Demand, um, you know, and TiVo. There was also I think with TiVo. TiVo was a, yeah. And, because you saw you saw the shift, like, with, with shows like Buffy. Yeah. Like, like there would be, yeah. like, you know the first season of buffy is like random 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 and then serial <laughs> you know and also like, buffy you know it survived also a lot on straight home to dvd sales like you know i'm sure how much monitor how much money the buffy really made from the you know seasons one through ten each one's like what 80 bucks a pop there's, CDs a, there's are... only seven seasons sir okay well there you go seven, seven cds okay i know i used to burn cds in our little college like you know media mm. class okay it's not really that hard to burn a CD. No, <laughs> I mean I used to do expensive. it. At, like I, I had very little experience on a computer as a kid, and I yeah. would burn CDs to like listen to in the car. So basically, all you're paying for is like the fact that the CD has like the content that it says it has <laughs> on the on the cover on it. You're paying for like maybe some behind the scenes stuff, and maybe like you know a little cute like poster or something like that. And those things are like what? Like, <sighs> hey, let's let's look it up right now. How much is it? For the entire season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, it's not much anymore. I don't think. You know, yeah. you know. I actually, um, I, I remember when like, uh, app, like iTunes started like selling stuff, like, mm. and then they got like really popular. I I bought the entire series of Battlestar Galactica for like twenty five dollars. I was so happy. Uh, the old one or the new one? Uh, the new one. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the new one. <clears throat> you want to talk really old school? My my dad Season used to... Season 1 through 7, complete series, $151. Scam. <laughs> but still, they only got two left in stock, so that means people are buying them, all right? My dad so, used to, um, like, record TV shows or movies that were mm. on TV with a VHS tape. A blank VHS tape. You could, you could put it in your VCR, and your VCR is hooked up to your TV. Oh, you gee. hit record on the VCR... Oh yeah, and you record the movie onto a onto a VHS tape. My dad used to do that, and then you could skip through the commercials. But because you know, like, you know, it wasn't smart back then. Like, you literally have to like with all like little white lines going through your screen and shit. That was classic. I remember the only time I had a blank VHS, I used it to basically burn a Pokemon movie that I really wanted to watch over and over again. And so, like, I had the blank VHS, and you know, we had the you know the VHS machine. Ours was cool. Um, plug it in, you hit the record button, and start recording. If it was compatible, and I started recording, then I could. You're right. Fast forwarding through the commercials is definitely the way of the future, and I hope we get to hold on to that forever. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, um, and then, I mean, DVDs then, you know, just ruin that because you're like, man, I can just skip whole scenes. I got exactly. scene selection and whatnot, and, right? But I, uh, see, the thing is, like, I know you said scam, but I, I myself am a fan of DVD collections. Like, you know, I have all Lord of the Rings on DVD. I have, well, like, yeah, all I the, do, too. But... I have the Skywalker. I have the whole Skywalker saga on DVD, Blu-ray. You know, I should yeah. do that one time. I, I got the Steelbooks, too. Nice. Um, you know, it's... And I don't blame someone for wanting to own them, especially like you never know what's, what's what, which of these streaming services are going to eventually burn out. Uh, so it's always good to have security for physical media. Yeah, I'll you know? show you. Oh man, here we go. These are, this is all Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Yep. DVD, DVDs are great. You got Complete Saga 1 through 6. Okay. You got my Collector's Force Awakens. Never opened. There you go. That could be worth some money someday. Got the Target Exclusive Force Awakens. There you go. Got the Best Buy Unopened Steelbook Force Awakens. <laughs> <clears throat> you got the Target Exclusive Never opened Last Jedi. Hmm. Best Buy Steelbook never opened Last Jedi. Best Buy Steelbook never opened Rise of Skywalker. I'm surprised you got all that stuff considering everything that happened with those movies. Well, it's collector items for me. Right, Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One never that opened one, that Target I really, exclusive. I really agree with Rogue One. Rogue One was the best. Rogue One Steelbook Best Buy. There you go. And uh, I did open solo. Yeah. Because I wanted the I wanted the code. Oh, uh, code for what? Um, for the digital copy. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, but now you can just download it on Disney Plus. So, <laughs> wasted that <laughs> opening. Yeah. But yeah. And my wife said, "Well, you bring all those DVDs here. You'll never need them." Psh, look at that. Yeah, we sell them for a couple hundred k. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, babe. Just you fucking wait. One day I'm going to be a millionaire. You're going to be thanking me, and we're going to be retired on this stuff. Yeah. My collectibles. Yep. All right. Well, I wanted to get back to the festivities today. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Well, we'll we can end it there. I mean, we talked about the Thor trailer. and That's nerdy uh, enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll talk about Moon Knight next week after we watch yeah. today's because... Apparently today's is huge. Everyone's super excited about it. So, oh, good. Um, yeah. So we'll talk about it next week. But yeah, well, thanks, thanks everyone. We should for... do a deeper, a little deeper Batman dive too. Maybe we should do another one of those one of these days. Yeah, we'll have, we'll, we'll this, do something like that. And it's out on HBO. Anyway, <coughs> yeah. Take uh, me off the internet. Yeah. Thanks, me out of here. thanks everyone. Thanks for for chatting with us. Goodbye. Don't Peace even... out. Blah blah thanks. blah.